Welcome to Dream Stories Podcast with no intro music. Well, it's playing in my head. I can hear it too. <laughs> uh, everyone else just imagine the intro music as we're speaking. Not playing over us, but just fading away right now. Yeah. That's normally what's happening. Yeah, it is, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> you have to use that imagination for this podcast. Why do we not have intro music, Lisa? Well, we're doing a remote broadcast right now. Would you say it's a broad... Oh, excuse me. We're doing a remote podcast right now, not a broadcast. <laughs> podcast, a remote podcast recording. Yeah, we are. Because our equipment failed us before we left on the next trip we had. We had like 12 hours between travel moments to record this week's episode and... Well, we don't believe in things just happening for a reason. We don't, you know. For we, chance. Yeah, right. we, we know that there's purpose. So we were trying to record a, a certain topic, and every time we tried, it's, we just need a different it element. We need a different it's not topic. that we That's don't right. need to record that topic. It just needs some more, needs some things added to it. Right. So we're changing topics. We're going to see how this goes. Yeah. We're going to talk about color in dreams. Color in dreams. We talked about light one time with our we friends did. Art and Carol Hernandez in Hawaii. We did. But now it's time to talk about color. Yeah. And by yeah. the way, we do realize that our quality may be a little different. We, it may have a, just a little different sound on our podcast this time. So just uh, know that this is how it sounds when we're traveling. And we're, our, our calendar is Packed. full right now so this is kind of our only choice we can't carry all of our studio equipment with us when we're when we're out and about so we tried to record it at home so we're on the road we're recording it but this won't be the last time we'll have to do this probably several other times when it's we're out it's probably the country. true so this is a good opportunity to figure out how this works yeah yeah and for everybody to bear with us yeah yeah yeah. That's right. Okay, so anyway, we're going to talk about color in dreams. We are. We're going to talk about color. And uh, color, you know, we, color is a great topic for us because our travels, we just left beautiful Sutton, New Hampshire. Now, I'm just going to say this. And let me say beautiful and emphasize it again. Beautiful Yeah, it Sutton, really New was. Hampshire. It was, uh, was it, is it called Tree Peeping? Peak. Peak, peak tree peeping time. time. Yes. <laughs> oh my goodness. And if you're listening to this after it's live, then you may not understand. We were there in the middle of October during the fall leaf changing season. Yeah. And uh, now if you're listening to it uh, the day it posts, you'll you'll get the idea of the yeah. fall leaf changing time. But Leaf changing in New England is no joke. I mean, it is by far the grandest color display to me of of most anything that i've ever so amazing i was blown away because we've been around you know even in the south we have beautiful colors during leaf changing time during the as the fall colors come in yellows and even reds and things but it's a tree here and it's a tree there and two or three trees over there and it was just so massive up in new england and i don't think we've we've been in new england before when it was leaf changing time but i don't think we've ever been literally at the peak time some of the locals said it was the most beautiful they'd ever seen yes yeah, so that impressed me when the yeah. locals who lived there say it was more brilliant than they had seen it i think they had had a little bit of a of a drought or something and then about pow there's all these colors you know so yeah. that may have made it trigger it differently it rained for them like right a few right. days before we got That's there and right. it just and it made it peak. Yep. yeah it was yep. beautiful and what's so unique why are we talking about color why is that important in a dream well because well think about this Co 
color is all around us. And so color is important. Our creator could have created everything in one shade of green, or he could have created everything in black and white. But he created things with vibrant, brilliant colors around us. And so I like to tell people when your creator is speaking to you in a dream, there's going to be brilliant, vibrant color in the dream. Yeah. Uh, now, it doesn't mean... Now, I, I, we tell people all the time, if, if a dream is from your creator, it's going to have brilliant, vibrant colors. It's going to have beautiful colors, or at least just everyday normal colors. Yeah. If it's from your soul or it's from the enemy, the demonic world, it's more likely to be dull and faded, yeah. grayscale, yep. or even black and white. And so why is that? Well, I think part of it is because uh, of the way color works. Color comes from light. And First John says that God is light. I believe my creator is, is light. He's not just love. He's light. And color comes from light. And so anything he gives or he creates carries light with it. You can listen to that episode we did on light and kind of get that feeling. And out of that is color. And so those are the, one of the ways we know that dreams are from him. Now, I will say this. There's, in dream interpretation, nothing is a guarantee. Nothing is 100% all the time. And with light and color in dreams, it could be 100% because our creator who is light gives us uh, dreams that have color in them because there's light infused into the dream. And our enemy, our adversary, can't do that because he's separated from the creator. So he's lost light. He's not a creator. He's an imitator and a counterfeiter and a copy copycat. So thus, you know, dull colors, muted right. colors and things. But the reason you can't say 100% that, that colored dreams are from God and black and white or muted colored dreams are out of our soul or from our enemy is because sometimes we don't have a frame of reference. That's true. That took me a while to learn that. Yeah. And sometimes we just forget. Or sometimes we just don't know how to classify it. Because if you have a dream that takes place at night or in a low-lit area you might say there was not much color in it or the colors were muted when in reality it's just it was Depicting natural night. color exactly, right exactly. exactly and that's interesting because i think i do forget many times and so i'm a, i dream a lot so you know that's not anything new we've talked about that before but sometimes i'll say a dream to you maybe it bothered me or had a negative con connotation i'll be like what does that mean do you think that's actually going to happen because I dreamed that? And you'll be like, you'll ask me a few questions. And one of them you asked me recently was, because I was worried about a dream I'd had. And you said, uh, well, tell me about the color in the dream. And I sat there and I thought, well, you said, was it muted? And when you asked that, I knew immediately. I said, it was muted. I didn't even think of that. You know, it was just that everything from the dream was so detailed I assumed it was from God. You know, it was something that I needed, that, I, that was going to happen. And I needed it, you know. And you were like, no, that's a fear dream. And you don't, you know. Yeah, because sometimes we have dreams. That, that's You know, we talk mostly about dreams from our Creator. But sometimes we have dreams that come from our adversary, our enemy, from the demonic world or whatever, the darkness or dark right. side, however right. you describe that. Sometimes we have dreams that come from that realm. 
And their intention is to create fear, night right. terrors, fear dreams, the things that would create intimidation and cause us to be anxious or worried about things. And yeah. we don't need to take those dreams to heart in the same way we would take a dream that was given to inspire and give us hope that might come from our Creator. That's right. That's right. So it's a big difference. I was thinking about a dream I had had um, many years ago, and I think I may have mentioned this in one other, one other podcast, but I didn't go into great detail. But the dream was set like um, post-apocalyptic in a way, mm. and <clears throat> I was out with a bunch of our friends from the very first church that we got really, really involved in after we got married. And uh, there was a couple there, and they had set up this huge banqueting hall. And it was like, uh, I was like enslaved. Somehow I was a slave, and, and all of my friends were too. And I remember I was picking cotton in a field. And uh, I was stressed, you know, I had like a, a handkerchief on my head, you know, and I remember all these details. So this dream is very significant to me because I still remember most of the detail about the dream. Right. But as I was picking the cotton, it wasn't white. It was beautiful pastel colors. And I'm sitting here and I'm picking this cotton. There's just this lilac color and pink, very light pink. And it was like I was picking cotton balls almost. If you could see a cotton ball that had yeah. different color to it, mint green and all this stuff. And... It's just beautiful, and then I can remember us going back to a banqueting hall and all of my friends being there, and how we were all pooling together, trying to figure out how we could not be enslaved, you know. And we were feeding each other. We were just but had very little, but were had a knit community. So anyway, I remember that dream to this day. But I, what I haven't forgotten mostly was the vibrancy of the color of yeah. the cotton. When you think about it, that slavery context is such a negative image. Yeah. And and but it spoke of you being in a place where you and even others around you were being held captive because that's yeah. really what slavery is about, being right. in bondage, being held captive. Right. But even in that kind of a place, laboring away, there were little nuggets, there were little things to bring hope and yes. life. Yes. That's what the color in those those cotton balls was about. There's there's still hope even when you're in a pl- place where you're desperate or where you're being held in bondage. And so that dream, while it could have seemed to be very negative because of the one image yeah. of slavery, turns out to be offering you inspiration and hope. Why? Because of the color that's in it. Yeah. That's That's giving you something to hang on to. Yeah. And probably based on the way you talked about that, was inspiring you together with the others to seek to be free. Yeah. Yeah, it was awesome. It was, and, and. And by the way, that's about a spiritual bondage and spiritual freedom, not something literal. Right. I don't want th- people to think we're trying to equate that to. Right. To actual slavery and the conditions of that type. Yeah. Uh, atrocity. We're talking no about a spiritual. Yes, absolutely. Uh, uh, image there, so. Absolutely. You know, we talk about a grid sometimes, and some people may think that dreams are kind of weird. And can we actually hear from God through our dreams and that it's just it's just too weird for them? And that, you know, maybe it's not biblical. The scriptures are so full of dreams and colors and how important color is. And I, I was thinking a little while ago about in Exodus, it talks about the breastplate that the priests would wear and that there was the Urim and the Thummim. 
I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right. I always just pronounce things quickly and assume That's nobody else knows sort of what I did. pronounce it either. Yeah. Mm -hmm, so. But you know, they, they would wear, and they, some people think, some scholars say they were stones, some scholars say they were sticks, but anyway, some think that, that they changed colors based on answer. So even in scripture, we have some uniqueness to, of, of something where things are in color. So that maybe it, one stone was black and one stone was white, and maybe one changed color. There's a lot of different theories about it. There's nothing definite. But we know that the breastplate of the priest, not the Urim and Thummim, but the right. breastplate itself right. had 12 stones on true, it. True, true. And those were colors colorful stones, yes. and they were metaphors. They represented something else. Each of those 12 stones represented one of the 12 tribes of, of Israel. Right, right. So, you know, that that is, even from the early days of, of the Bible and back into the times of Moses and Exodus and those sorts of things, colors were significant in being part of God's picture language and how he speaks to his people. Yeah, it's such a beautiful thing to know that we, you know, we don't have to be boxed in. I mean, God will not be put in a box. And we have said that so many times, and I truly believe it. When we try to figure it out, he'll show us that we don't know everything. There have been so many times that I have seen people try to make a formula for something. And, you know, we have a lot of good friends that write books on dreams. And, and I mean, here we are speaking on dreams. We're not saying that we have all the answers because we don't. But, you know, when you try to say this is exactly how you interpret a dream, this is the exact meaning of this particular sign, it will never mean anything any different, you kind of get into trouble when you do that because you, you're what you're saying is, I've figured a God out, and I know exactly how he speaks, and yeah. this is how it is. It's well, not it's like true. we said, it, you have to be dependent upon hearing from God, yes, not a formula. And now, I, I do think it's interesting. When we talk about symbols, we often say you have to determine what the characteristic quality or nature of the symbol is to help you hear what God is saying give me, give about that symbol. Okay, so if you have a writing pen, P-E-N, uh -huh. and, and I'm looking at that, I can look at it. It's It may be a particular color, blue, red, green, that it writes in. The pen itself may have particular colors. But what is the characteristic quality or nature of the pen itself? And I begin to ask myself, it's character, it's quality, it's character is, it's an instrument used to allow me to write my thoughts down. Right. It's, uh, it's used by my hand. It is generally small in shape, but can convey big ideas using it. Right. So I'm asking myself, what are some of its characteristics, qualities, what's its nature to try and help give a framework for God to speak to me out of for what does that symbol mean? When it comes to uh, two other areas, not just the symbols like as in a, a, an object or an, a, a creature or something like that, uh, numbers and colors, we get much more specific with the meanings of what those are. Numbers almost have absolute meanings, like yeah. the number five speaks of grace, okay? That's that's based on, we can talk about numbers another time, but, but that's based on things like uh, gematria and the numerical alphabetical systems of Greek and Hebrew and other languages. Uh, they have almost an absolute meaning. It almost is a formula. 
when it right. comes to numbers. Right. Not completely, but right. really, really close. Colors are right there between images and objects and numbers. Colors have very consistent, very common meanings, but they're not absolute. They're more absolute than uh, images of objects and right. people and things, right. but they're less absolute than numbers are. Okay. So when you think about colors, colors are going to be relatively consistent in what they mean in a dream. Okay. Not 100%, but relatively consistent. Colors were always one of the things that was hard for me to grasp. Because I think you have a little bit more playroom in there with colors, like you said. You know, it, it's it's like I think of the color blue, you know. I, I think of the sky. You look up to the sky for revelation. Well, you're looking to your creator, mm -hmm. you know. And, and that's, you know, when I think of blue, that's the color that so comes blue, Revelation is one of the common meanings of the color blue. Right. I mean, when you think about it, um, like we were talking about the pen, and it might write in blue, red, or green ink or something like that, the color of the ink would be significant. So writing with a pen, you have the capacity to write or express yourself well. But the color of the ink, blue, might say it's a revelatory type of gift. It's something that you get from the Spirit of God, not just from your own mind. And so the color of the ink would, would make it more specific. But now keep, keep in mind, Every image, every metaphor can have a positive and a negative. Right. And so you can have color that is based on things like looking up to the sky, blue, speaking of revelation. There's some biblical kind of concepts that relate blue to revelation. But from a negative side, it might be a more colloquial meaning. Yeah, because I know we've talked about color in symbols before. I know one of the symbols, and we'll just, and sometimes we're going to have things that would just repeat themselves just based on the nature of what our topic is. But we've talked about there were times where you, you know, there could, if a bluebird comes and sings at your window and you, you, you suffer from depression, that bluebird... Maybe may lowering you into, yeah. it, it may not be revealing something necessarily to you, but maybe singing blues over you. Yeah. you know, which is lulling you into that state. That's of depression. right. Um, and, and and just so people get clearly get this, what we're talking about, why would the negative of blue be related to depression or worry? Because we think of blue, at least in the Western culture, we think of blue as a color associated with being down, with yeah. being blue. Oh, they've got the blues. They're, right. Even the musical style called the blues was a much more a sedative, you know, yeah. sort of a... a, a it was a usually talking about Rising sad out of sadness and things. Yeah. Um, so the blues would be related to depression. Well, people or, will say, I got the blues. Yeah, yeah, I mean, that's just a And that's a colloquial meaning mm -hmm. of blues. But we use but things But they're in much more common. We do use things in our culture. Much more common for colors to have consistent over time meanings right either no matter what the basis for it is whether it's colloquial or whether it's uh, biblical or whether it's common usage uh, they just tend to be more consistent in their meaning yeah and I think about for example red is another one of those great colors that has great that that we saw oh I'm still thinking back now to last week in New Hampshire and the trees yeah. against the blue sky yeah, and the reds 
on those trees, on those leaves were unbelievable. They were. You remember the reds. I remember the one. But I, I know red's a great color. And we There's a positive and a negative side to red, positive right? Positive and negative side to red. Red is often associated from a biblical basis. Proverbs talks about red, I mean, uh, uh, wisdom being more valuable than rubies. And of course, since rubies are red, uh-huh. wisdom gets associated with the color red a lot. And as a positive, it, it can can also speak to you know the idea of prayer and anointing and things like that. But wisdom is a real common meaning of red on a positive side. But in kind of a neutral side, in most parts of the world, red is a color that reminds people to do something. What does it remind you to do? Uh, tell you I love you. Well, hey, that's a good. <laughs> hey, that's good. Love of uh, the heart is in yeah. Valentine's thing associated with red, but red is also associated with a traffic light or a road sign you that know, tells can you I tell to. You funny? Stop. Stop. Very good. I'm gonna tell you something funny. When you held up we your hand like that, ways. I know we do for sure. We mm-hmm. speak two totally different <laughs> languages many times. Yeah, because I held my hand up like a policeman saying you stop did, when I was talking. But I'm going to tell you what came to my mind. It. Because I look at a lot of First stop Nations. in the name of love. That was two. That's a double pun because I said love and you said stop. I know. That's I, great. Thought, okay. I thought of that. Yeah, that was at least you weren't all. trying to rhyme or anything. That no, was I was just singing, which probably would what make came people to my stop mind, listening you held to the podcast. Up, you held up your hand like stop. And I was sitting here thinking... Why does red remind me of warfare? You know, that's one of the things that comes to my mind. And warfare is not always bad. It can be a positive, you know, positive thing. But I was thinking about how First Nations many times would paint their faces red as a sign of anger or a sign of aggression or that they were upset. And one of the signs and symbols they would use uh, in North America, at least I know for sure, was a painted red hand over their mouth. And so I just covered up my mouth. That probably sounded weird. But anyway, a painted <laughs> red. So I thought you were going to say warfare when you were holding out your hand. My first thought was, oh, the palm of the hand over the mouth, painted over the mouth meant Well, but another reason red can speak of warfare is because warfare involves a lot of bloodshed. Yeah. And our blood is red. So where blood of the heart might represent love, the heart, and affection, bloodshed would represent warfare and loss and pain. And so, but again, those are very common meanings for red. Yeah. And, And yet again, you mentioned another one, anger. That's a common meaning of red because of a colloquialism. Yeah. Well, because that has to do with being, you know, if you're red in the face, yes, you're angry. And for us, the the red as because we're born again Christians, for us, the redemptive blood of Jesus for us is very important as well. Yeah, so, right. You know, a lot of people say, well, silver is redemptive. Well, some people may interpret red as being redemptive because of who the, what their faith is. You know, yeah, it's true. Anyway, it's true. there's so many different aspects of color well, that's important. Well, what was your favorite color in the leaves in yellow. New Hampshire? Yellow. Brilliant yellow. New Hampshire. New Hampshire. Sorry. New, <laughs> sorry for all you New Hampshire Shanites. New Hampshire. Oh, my goodness. Oh, now I'm just digging myself yeah, deep, yeah, deeper. Yeah, yeah, stop. Anyway, yellow. They were, to me, there's a picture you and I took on a road. And I, there was a certain way I wanted us to stand and because I wanted you to be able to see the road with the blue sky behind it and the road. And we didn't use any filters or anything, but it is so brilliant yellow. Uh, it was just amazing. And those sugar maples really do show out. Some are 
they go from a bl from a blue from a yellow a mild yellow to a brilliant yellow to a peachy corally yellow to a red maple i mean they're all maples but they're all in, in a various stage of color they are and it was just so beautiful i don't know i'm still and, overwhelmed and that's see i'm still thinking it. about how amazing our creator is to make to create a world with those kind of colors and how much he loves to speak to us through color he does as a result of that but what does yellow mean yeah, you, your favorite color of the trees was yellow. What does right. yellow mean? Well, I mean, or what I, are some of its meanings I, anyway? Well, you know, my first one comes as a cultural meaning. Yellow, you used to send yellow roses to friends if they if they were your friends, if that meant you like them. But my the negative side that comes to mind would be the other cultural thing is a yellow yellow bellied coward. <laughs> <laughs> Those are the, the you yellow-bellied coward! I charge, challenge you to a gunfight duel. He, yeah, exactly. It reminds me of the old West yellow-bellied coward. I'm just being real. Those know, are the first two things that popped up. One yeah, is so friendship, and the other one was you fear know. or cowardice. Coward, yeah. cowardness. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and when I say fear because fear arises out of you're a coward because you're afraid is yeah. what the concept is. So yeah. fear would be. But yet from more of a positive side, yellow a lot of times is related to hope and the idea of hope. And so, you you know, that comes from this concept of when you are depressed or anxious and you need hope, What's one of the things they tell you to do? Get out in the sun. Get out and be active. Let the sunlight, you know, fill you with. You know, a dark, gloomy day depresses you, but a bright, sunny day gives you hope. You enjoy well, it more. Except for me. Well, you enjoy both. <laughs> I'm the exception. I love both. Mm -hmm. Interesting. But I thought about the way you love the yellow leaves. I did. It and brought inspiration and to I you. Kept it telling stirred you, something it in you that did. was hope. And mm -hmm. I kept saying, please, let's go back down that road that was full of the yellow trees. And you would take me down there. It was beautiful. So, yes, you're right. The other thing is, I, I like to look at how God reveals things naturally. He said he would reveal things to us spiritual things to us in the natural and we cannot survive without sunlight we that's need right. vitamin d that's what, you know we can't absorb vitamin d without sunlight so those are very why are you smiling i just don't think we can get through a podcast without you doing a nursing segment well i can't help it i'm sure you use all your legal stuff as we're going through <laughs> sometimes too. it's just fun go ahead i'm sorry I didn't anyway we need you. vitamin d i was you smiling know? because it pleased me oh good so so yellow helps us absorb and process things. Very good. Yeah. I like it. I like Thank it. You. Well, the other color that we'll hit before we finish is comes out of our trees as well. There were so many colors to pick from the blue of the sky, the red and the yellows that both struck us as vibrant in the colors of those trees. But then they changed from one color to another. And what was the color they started as? Green. Green. So green is a color that speaks of new life and growth. It does. And let me just say, I know I'm weird and I'm, even when it's all over and all the leaves fall and they completely change and the trees are bare, I love it. It's good, isn't it? I love it. I love a winter scene. I love trees without leaves on them sometimes. And so it's just something... I know it's weird, but I'm, I'm like I said, I'm in a very contemplative state when I'm in a very cloudy, melancholy type weather day, and it makes me think, you know, that 
even though some people may feel like they're in a different season in their life, maybe things aren't blooming or they haven't grown, and they may feel like a winter season. Springtime's coming. Springtime is coming. There's hope on the horizon. For those of you who are Game of Thrones folks, it's not winter is coming. It's spring is coming. I don't even know what that means. I didn't figure it out. I don't watch it either, but I've heard <laughs> I've heard enough Game of Thrones people say winter is coming. Okay. So, which is a cool kind of seasons. The season yeah. of the color change is fall. It's a it's when there's change in our life. So fall can represent changing times. But we're talking about colors. So green, life, growth. Growth. Yeah. And uh I think from a negative side, it gets a colloquial meaning sometimes. And that's sometimes people are considered to be green with envy. envy. Yeah. yeah. So envy and jealousy. How come about into green play as in a greenhorn? Yeah, something that you're not used to or, or you're, you're learning or you're new at. Or you're, you're green yeah. means you're new. In that you know, even, even. Green can also speak of being sick. Am There's I sick? A, oh, sickness you, you because you sort of kind of lose your kinda, color. Yeah, you're kind of green. Yeah. Uh, feeling greenish kind of thing. So, yeah. yeah. Yep. So even in the medical term, there's something called a green stick fracture. Did you know that? I did if, not know that. Like, have you ever See, taken a new? Again. I know I had to bring it mm-hmm. up. Have you ever taken a new branch and kind of just bent it and it wouldn't break? Yep. yep. But it kind of splintered a little bit. Yeah. That's the, called a green ooh, stick fracture. Mm, I can't. We can't. We can't talk about that. <laughs> We can't talk about that. Mm, that just hurts me thinking I'm sorry. about it. So it's okay. It's all right. It's okay. Yeah. Well, listen, our time's up today. Uh, uh, we're going to be spending a weekend here in beautiful Tacoma at Transformation Ministries International. Uh, if you're listening to this live, when it goes live on Friday, uh, October, uh, whatever it is, the 14th or something like that. Uh, no, it's later than that, the 18th. Today's the 17th. Yeah, if you're listening to this on Friday, the 18th, when it goes mm-hmm. live, in 2019, then uh, come and you're in the Seattle Tacoma area. Come join us at uh, St. John Church, Seattle Tacoma uh, Tacoma area. Uh, Transformation Ministries International will be there at uh, seven o'clock on Friday night, and I think nine o'clock or ten o'clock on Saturday morning and Sunday morning with them as well. And it's great church, great folks. Our shout out to uh, Apostle Lee Arthur Madison and Pastor Gabriel Madison. Great folks who are hosting us here this weekend. We look forward to that time with yeah. them. Yeah, how, how if people wanted to get in touch with you as as someone to come and speak and share on dreams, maybe you know they want you to come to their area. How would they do that? Sure, they can uh, uh, send us a message through the website at mydreamstories.com. Uh, post a message there and uh, let us know, or you can find us and leave us a message or send us a message on our Facebook page, which is. Uh, Dream Stories Podcast, I believe is the way. So if you just look up Dream Stories on Facebook, you'll come to our Dream Stories Facebook page, and you can find us there. So Yeah, thanks and for listening in. We appreciate our listeners, don't we? We love it. We love it. Let us know you're listening. You know, Leave us a message. Yeah. Rate us on the podcasting Share services. it. Share it. Uh, we're growing. Our audience has almost doubled in the last month. Our consistent audience has almost doubled in the last month. Yeah. So we're growing. That's Lots awesome. of fun. Yeah. But that's all the time we have today. So until next time, keep dreaming.